Okay, this is Anthony Monteith, and this is Cup of Chi, episode 18. We march on. Today, we're going to be talking with Sohail um, Farzam, who is an expert on trauma, uh, mental health. He's a speaker, international speaker, and also a practitioner of Chinese medicine. Uh, he's based in Australia. We're going to be talking about his up-and-coming seminar called Transcending Trauma, which will be in Swords, County Dublin, coming up on the 23rd of July, I believe. He's traveling to Europe. He travels to Europe regularly, not only to teach, but to see his family. And then he he runs his own business called uh, this Accu Pro Needle. Is that right? Yeah, Needle Pro. Needle Pro, sorry, Needle Pro. And this business um, is also part of the way of him building a network with other acupuncturists around around uh, Australia. So where are we at with where you're at at the moment? I know you're coming to us um, and I know you were here last year and we were, you were teaching your eight um, extra ordinary approach to uh, mental health. So not just the eight extra ordinary meridians, but everything that goes with that. So in terms of this transcending trauma, my understanding on conversation is this is the entry point. This is where people need to begin at. This is the, the the beginning of the knife edge. So what is it all about? Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me again. It was great to chat with you last time and I'm, I'm glad to be here again. And yeah, so I came in November and I did the eight extra vessel three-day uh, workshop. And the reason I did that is because I actually did come to Dublin even before that to do the transcending trauma. So some of the people were there from the original one, but then some of them were sort of new. And what I'm trying to do is really get people to really have an interest in the transcending trauma, which is really the foundations. So one, it just helps the whole seminar flow a bit easier because I don't have to explain the concepts again, of course. And two, it's just a really good lead on up to the eight extra. So in the transcending trauma, which is what we're doing in Dublin in July this year, I will spend a module on the eight extra vessels, but that's really just like, you know, 90 minutes, just really uh, understanding the foundations of it. And then the next series, which is the actual three-day course, is more so three days on the on the vessels. Yeah. Now, this particular one, the Transcending Trauma, really goes through the introduction of, I guess, how I personally see and, you know, my experience of how I see emotions and mental health and trauma and not just from a Chinese medical perspective, even though the whole thing is grounded in Chinese medicine, but also I like to integrate some of the other forms, you know, things like neuroscience, which is big, of course, just general, you know, Western medicine, anatomy, physiology, how the brain works, how it uh, really processes emotions, neurotransmitters, all these things. But but also now I'm really more interested in sort of quantum physics and seeing the deeper levels of the mind from, from the nature of quantum physics, which in essence really is uh, really connected to what we study in, in Taoism about the, the process and the, and the way we understand the Tao. Yeah, it's really nice to hear that. I mean, I had a discussion with uh, another acupuncturist who, who was with uh, myself and Jonathan over the weekend. And, um, you know, he, he'd gone really down that rabbit hole of genetics and genomes and and he said he's actually enjoying now coming out of that and going into the 
not understanding why it works, <laughs> knowing that it just works. And, and, and then I said, well, maybe you should look at the quantum link, you know? So you have this idea of going down this kind of very medical modernized approach to say nutrition. And now you're practicing acupuncture from the perspective of just the beautiful mysticism of it and wanting to feel the chi and, and work with that. And I said, you just need a bridge. You just need that bridge, you know, between those two extremes. And um, what's fascinating to me, I think, is that, you know, we have these situations occurring, and I see it in the clinic where <clears throat> there'll be somebody on the bench lying down, needles in, and they'll go, oh, uh, I have a feeling my mom's going to call me. Can I just check my phone? And invariably, there's a missed call from the mom or the dad. And then they all say, like, that's really weird. How did I know? I said, well, at some level, there's, there has to be some invisible level of, it's not just pure coincidence, right? There has to be some quantum communication going on there. And also, at the moment, as you know, with this conflict in, in Europe, and a lot of my clients are feeling it indirectly, you know, so part of them is saying, I don't know why I'm not sleeping. It just doesn't make sense. I'm feeling like turmoil. And I said, have you ever considered the possibility that, you know, 10 million people have been displaced in less than six months from their home homeland and they're bringing with them all these thoughts, all these, you know, worries, fears, angst, death. And then that's all being in some way transmitted, right? And I know that sounds a little bit out there, but there has to be a quantum level to that, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I mean, from a from a I guess a brain perspective, if a, if a trauma that is quite severe, so let's just say you know there's a, there's a very tangible, you know, visceral feeling of trauma, and it's so overwhelming you know, in the brain, it actually goes directly into the implicit memory. So it, it gets embedded into your conditioning, right? And the implicit memory is your conditioning, which is going to affect your behavior in the long term. And so in terms of Chinese medicine perspective, we're looking at it in a very similar way, just using the terms of, you know, meridians and channels. So trauma goes really bypasses most of the superficial channels, you know, the, the skin, the collaterals, the low, the organ system, divergence and really gets lodged into these extra channels right and then i normally think okay so if you know when i was in university maybe like yourself as well we were kind of really told not to use the eight extras because they're you know the resources and you shouldn't really tap into someone's reserves but i noticed that well actually i kind of need to like there's nothing left for them to do i need to tap into that and so i started to practice with them and if if the trauma is going into an implicit memory system and embedded into a deep part of who you are and that's going to affect your conditioning um then if that level is also happens to be the the most constitutional level of who you are which is the chong the ren and the do essentially then that means then the trauma is not there to hurt you it's really trying to activate the deepest part of who you are which will then affect your conditioning so the imprint imprint is quite real right i mean genetically it's real but genetics really only account for about four percent right so the rest is 96 percent of environmental influence hmm. and so and that environmental influence which is what we're observing the observation is based on our perception right the my eyes my nose my taste my smell my smell my ears but then the perception is based on your limbic brain which is how you process emotions 
And so I might observe you and I might observe trauma and my innate conditioning, which is my emotions, is really going to change the way I feel about what I saw. And then that's going to impact my conditioning, which is going to impact my behavior. And then it gets transmitted and then it just keeps going. And so I try to really help uh, explore this in the in the two days, one from actually how the brain kind of processes, but also how it affects the channels. That's amazing. Do you think this course would be open to people with no acupuncture? In other words, they're prepared to understand the mechanisms from a Chinese medicine perspective. Maybe they practice twin R or shiatsu or oriental bodywork therapy, and they have to use points, you know, to access the eights. Um, would that be open there? Could it be open to, you know, I've got some guys who are what we call inner, inner works coaches where they work on, on people's inner emotions and just having that extra depth of information can help them then get on the train tracks to go in the direction perhaps that could help them get the results they're looking for with their patients. Would that be, is that a consideration for this two days? Yeah, Anthony, so what happened was I've been doing this course now probably since uh, maybe the last seven, eight years now, and uh, I was doing a bit of a university, you know, le- lecturing parts of mental health and emotions as seen in Chinese medicine, but this particular transcending trauma, which actually was initially called psycho-emotional mastery, which wasn't the greatest title because it wasn't really about mastery. It's about transcending your day-to-day, day-to-day um, you know, challenges. Hmm. So initially it was obviously founded on Chinese medicine. So I thought, you know, I'm going to promote this for the Chinese medicine community here in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. Uh, but I started to get people coming in who were not actually Chinese medical practitioners. And so, you know, I had psychologists even come in and counselors come in and kinesiologists is a big one. Like they normally love the meridian system. So they come in, definitely remedial therapists like massage therapists and shiatsu. Yeah. So without really, under, uh, you know, my push for just Chinese medicine, I, I was I realised this course is a bit more open to many uh, other uh, complementary therapies. Yeah. Uh, because really it's about, it's about understanding this one really important quote that I came across a long time ago, which really helped me, and it was this. It said, healing transcends technique. And that was really powerful because, you know, we, we come from university and we learn a certain system and then we try to use that system to heal people or help people. But then we get so kind of engorged with, this, with our own system that we become systemized and then we forget about the client. Right. And it's all about me and my system. <laughs> is yeah, it going to work? Yeah. Is it not going to work? And so that quote helped me understand that it's not about my system. So I want to help share the notion of how we even observe mental health and emotions. And then you can apply your own technique. But really, while you're doing that, you still have to understand that the healing transcends the technique. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that's, about you. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So we're saying, what was that saying again? Healing transcends technique. Yeah, very interesting, isn't it? Because we've we're kind of in this acupuncture revolution where we're coming out of the TCM and we're going into these systems. And um, the, how can as much as I love Jonathan Shops, Jonathan, I know you're watching, and there's <laughs> a lot of systems, system this, system that, and and that's good because it's building the hardwiring, so you don't have to think. But I know and you know that he's heading to go beyond that, right? And and that's why he's doing all his qigong, neigong with me. And and it's funny, my first teacher was all about that, his his philosophy. So I kind of got in reverse. I started out with all the kind of the very esoteric Shen spirit work, 
uh, detach from the outcome. You're not really healing, you know, create the space for the healing to occur. And then I went, no, we're going to go back to systems. <laughs> so I've kind of gone in reverse, but it's like a full circle, right? Um, and, and I think some of the best treatments I've given are ones when I didn't really know, I didn't, I wasn't really sure if it was going to work. I just kind of followed, I'm not going to say instinct, but I followed, uh, like when you've treated like a thousand people or 2000 people or 10,000 people, there's these signs, you know, these roadmaps that just start speaking to you and then just follow that. And we'll go in this direction. If it doesn't work, we can turn around and go on the other road. And sometimes when it just detached and okay, this is what I feel I need to do right now, even if it isn't perfect. And invariably the person will come back the following week or two, three days or whatever and go, Oh my God, what did you do? That was, you know what I mean? Um, one of my techniques that I use that I've used was taught to by a friend of mine in, in Liverpool and it's a fractal system, fractal acupuncture actually just released the book and it's like a very, it's a, it's a complex yet simplified version of elemental work uh, and I found personally for emo- mental and emotional work, it's been amazing. Three needles done. And um, people have said, you know, it's cosmic. They feel like they're leaving their body and going somewhere else. And I think we have to then define what do we mean by transcending trauma? Are we literally going above the trauma? Are we are we just recognizing that that trauma was it created by the scene, the seer, and the situation as it is, the seer? Or is it created by the person in response to the situation? So is transcending being able to recognize that you create the trauma effectively? Or, you know, can you sort of elaborate without giving too much away because people have to go to the seminar? <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad you kind of said that uh, and you brought it back to here because the first part, basically, the first part of the course, uh, essentially the first 90 minutes, is me trying to explain this actually using some diagrams. And so I can't really do that in this platform, but I'll try to explain it to the best of my ability. So in, in Chinese medicine theory, I guess, we, we, th- we talk about what's prenatal, right, before birth, and what's postnatal, so post-birth or after uh, we're born. And so in prenatal uh, thinking, we're essentially unlimited potential. Right? So, you know, some theorists say that we are, we are, when we are conceived, the conception happens with because of the spirit, Shen, which we call Shen spirit, energy, and the Jing essence, which is the essential genetics, really, of who you're going to be based on the mum and the father and, and so on. Now, this is prenatal, right? And so we come and then we, are, we, we develop, right? So the, at the start, we are formless. And something has to be running the show, right? Something's running the show. The mother looks after herself, you know, preferably, you know, trying to be healthy and the, you know, nutrition and all these kind of things to the fetus and to the baby, developing baby. But what's actually governing the development of the baby? There's got to be something else, right? There's got to be an intelligence. Mm. And so anyway, then we are born. And so when we're born, we are born into a more conditioned world, whereas prenatally, we're really unconditional. So you, you could say it might sound a bit hysteric, but really unconditional love, right? And then so we're born into a conditioned uh, world where there's duality, right? And so then we experience life. 
in a dual world. And in the dual world, there's black and white, front and back, male and female, top and bottom, sun and moon, and so on. In fact, uh, one of the, um, the authors of many of these amazing Chinese medical books, especially based on Taoism, Eva Wong, who says uh, the concept of Ren, which is maybe simply translated as spontaneity or self-becoming. And she goes, even the character is composed of the sun and moon, right? So your innate self, uh, self, your innate self, right, the cultivated self is already made up of the characters of black and white, sun yeah. and moon, masculine and feminine. And so you have everything you've already got. Now, when we experience life and we, we embrace trauma or we at least experience trauma, my, my thinking and my understanding and what I hope to convey is that by transcending, what it is is it's, it's allowing you to really remember who you were mm. to help you return to your original self, which is wholeness. And then you mentioned before about quantum physics, David Bohm, who was you know pioneer quantum physics, he actually said himself, he said, individuality can only come from a place of wholeness, mm. right? And mm. so trauma happens when we are disowning the wholeness, when we are disowning the parts, the fragmentations. And so what is emotions? It's emotions of fragmentations, right? The word emotion means to move, right, to um, emotion. So it's to move, to strive, to bring forth. And it's the same thing in Chinese medicine, qing, which means uh, energy or information coming through the ground, through the mud, and it's the richness and vegetation of life coming through the ground to where it's going up to reach what? To reach heaven, right? To reach a higher place. And so emotions are also happening to help you transcend or own your own disowned parts. And so by transcending, it's about owning so you can become whole. Now, the thing is you are already whole, but it's the perception, your senses that make you feel that it that you are missing things. Mm-hmm. And what you feel you are missing is what's called voids. And then you have voids which create values. And then you spend a lifetime to fulfill these voids. The problem is, and the challenge is, we are so conditioned to trying to fulfill these voids from external sources, so people, for example, and therefore they control you. And so I've, I've gone on a tangent a bit, but so coming back to what, what I'm saying is that individuality comes from wholeness and trauma is trying to remind you of that wholeness. It's really amazing when you're talking because I can feel that. I can feel it going through me, the words, you know, and I think that tells me you've done a lot of personal journey with this, you know. Well, actually, that's how this came about. And, you know, I didn't wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm going to try to read some books. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to solve all my shit by doing this. (laughs) Well, that's it, right? You, You know, I'm a human being and, and, you know, this is a lifelong process, right? I, I normally say from my observation, from a clinical observation that I've seen there's four phases in working with trauma. Yeah. The first one is liberation. So you basically have a, a, an aha moment. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, right? And then yeah. when it makes sense, then you go through the breakthrough, which is, okay, it makes sense, but holy crap, what the hell, right? Now it's hard because you have to, you are more conscious of your design parts you realize what's been happening. You start to take accountability and responsibility, but it's not too easy. So then you go through the breakthrough phase. Once you go through the breakthrough phase, then it's elevation where you start to learn about yourself. You want to elevate your stance in life. You want to learn about yourself. You want to keep gaining more knowledge. And then the fourth phase is mastery where you spend, you know, your life trying to govern yourself. 
And so it was really about, one, taking accountability and two, responsibility mm-hmm. of my own actions and my own life to then apply that and say, wow, I can see what's been happening here. And so essentially I've been transcending my own traumas on a day-to-day basis. And I guess I've compiled many different variations to to try to teach it in a way where people can sort of understand, oh, yeah, that, that really does make sense for them. Yeah. It just so happens that my main technique is the eight extras, but like I said, healing 10 transcends technique. So yeah. it doesn't mean you have to use needles in the eight extras because there yeah. are many people, for example, use tuning forks and get similar results. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with you. And you know what? I, I went down the Western medical route as a kid, you know, so 18, 19, I wanted to be a physiotherapist. I wanted to do the medical training. I think it's four years in the UK full time. And then you have to do work in the hospital setting. And I, I was going down that route. One thing and another, it never happened. Either I was at the wrong place at the wrong time, or I didn't have the right qualifications for whatever it was. And then I ended up in, down this route. And it was through trauma, you know, physical trauma. But later on, the mental and emotional aspects showed themselves in my training you know the the fear the the need to impress the need to be competitive all these things were all in a maelstrom um, and then it led me into this journey and i had i mean we don't have time to discuss but in private at some point i'll tell you it's kind of a mad story about the dreams and the stuff that happened during the healing process um and um i would say I, I mean, my feeling is there are acupuncturists out there now that are watching this. There are therapists that are like kinesiologists are fantastic. Like we've taught a couple of kinesiologists here, like even some of the UAT model and they get like, they've gone and take and then merged it with their own system. And they're getting incredible, incredible results, you know? Um, and I think, I think it's important for people to realize that as an acupuncturist, there needs to be, Nobody really guides you at college, you know. I mean, maybe there is in some colleges, but you're really out there on your own trying to practice. And and, and a lot of, uh, what I say, self-starters will go out and they'll do post-grad work. They'll come to you. They'll go to me. They'll go to John, whoever it is for coaching. And I think it's essential to have some level of supervision. So whether it's uh directly with yourself whether it's uh, indirectly through coming to the courses or purchasing stuff online or, or finding that person that can can you know help you understand yourself not teach you about yourself but help you to find the tools to understand yourself because you know and i know when we start going into that realm of trauma you really want to understand your own trauma first um, because otherwise you, you can be stepping into a person's uh, energy field and they uh, keep uh, sort of unlocking this trauma in you indirectly. You know, it's like this reciprocal force. But actually, you know, they may have trauma, but you're actually carrying a lot more than they are. But they're, you know, um, I see it with my son, like he's 13, he's growing fast, it's a lot of changes. And, and he's he's that person, like you said, it's black or white with him. There's no integration yet of black or white. It's black or white, good or bad. There's no in-between. And it's he's learning it's okay to be in that gray, gray space, to be adaptable. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think 
I think it's so important to understand that your message that you're bringing to us is not just on a whim, right? This is hardcore research on yourself and others and born from your own experience. And I remember recently listening to, I think it was an interview online with an expert in trauma. Um, and he was saying that they've mapped, they, they were doing studies with uh, lab rats, you know, and rats can obviously breed very quickly and you can get seven generations in a year. And he said the first generation were traumatized. They traumatized them with some loud sounds to create some trauma. Uh, and then uh, the seventh generation rat, which so at the end of the year, the seventh generation was born and had never experienced the sound, um, but reacted in kind of a similar way, you know, even though they were never exposed to that sound. So it's like that. There's like a, a vibrational essence, like homeopathy. The trauma is carried through the cells, through the generations, regardless of, you know, whether they're cousins, brothers, or sisters, it's carried at some subatomic level, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm using subatomic as a, I'm not saying it is, it's just some yeah. kind of language around it. And yeah, I'm wondering, definitely. you know, yeah. you, you're in Australia dealing with, what, 200 to 250 years of chains and, yeah. you know, imprisonment and colonialism. Yeah, I'm here in Ireland. We have the famine. We have oppression yeah. from 800 years of foreign uh, sort of coercion. It's very interesting. Yeah, definitely. Anthony, you've also, you know, touched on a few other things. You know, thanks for sharing this thing about your son as well, like yeah. the black and white and the gray. So that that's kind of like the first intro that when I when I talk about that, when you asked me earlier about well, what is transcending trauma. So when I said about the prenatal, we're we're unlimited, right? We're unconditional love, and then we are born into a, a conditioned world. But then our purpose really is to then strive to return to that innate original nature. So really, the nature of the Tao, right? That which can't be explained, but also that which is. Uh, omnipresent and uh, omnipotent and and so we are going through levels of evolution and so the the primary level or the primal level really the neuronal level is our reactions right we are reactive like animal and when you also said before my instinct you know it's not instinctual you're right because intuition is different to instinct so impulsive and in instinct is different, but that's that first level when we try to evolve. And then we reach the heart level, which is more intuition. And then we reach the spirit soul level, which is what you said about when you're referring to your son about seeing gray, right? So there's no longer black and white. It's just seeing gray because mm. there is there is a synthesis and synchronicity, as one of my mentors said, there's a synthesis and synchronicity of complementary opposites, which is the complete dynamic balance of that yin and yang, which is nothing but love. Yeah. And, um, and he also, he also said another powerful thing. He said, so whatever you have done and whatever you haven't done, you are worthy of love. And so when, when people have trauma and then they are holding a lot of blame towards other people who they believe traumatize them. Well, hang on a second. If this quote said, whatever you have done and whatever you haven't done, you are worthy of love, then that means that also applies to the people that you resent, right? That they also, whatever they've done and whatever they haven't done, are also worthy of love, right? And so our experiences are really um, similar to what you're saying, probably just using different language and words, but 
our, our story is really to help ourselves identify these voids and these broken fragmentations and then own them so we can become whole. Yes. Right? Because that's how we really individuate. And in fact, Sue Wen, one of our books, uh, I think it's chapter 14 or 15, says, when you can't affect the spirits, you can't affect the cure, which means the disease is incurable. And so, and that's the kind of message I'm trying to convey, working on a spirit level. Yes. And spirit is the really the opposite end of emotions. Emotions are on the way to spirit soul level, right? You, you need the emotions. But when you try to avoid your emotions, it's very hard to reach the spirit, uh, spirit soul level. That's just, that's so profound. So let's get into it. How do we book this? Let's, how do we get people on board with you? You're here in July. Um, yes, I'll be here towards the below anyway. So, yeah, if you can share the details, that'll be helpful for your audience. Um, so, yeah, July, uh, towards the end of July, it's going to be on a Saturday and Sunday. Like you said, it's in Swords. I've been to that venue before. So, at this stage, we have a tentative booking at uh, in Swords. And yeah, the Carnegie Court Hotel, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Perfect. Yep. And so, yeah, I'll go through basically, um, you know, 90-minute segments, we'll start with a good intro, want to show some diagrams, and then we get into things like in the Chinese medicine concept, we talk about the five spirits, um, and then we go into understanding the nature of pain, like the actual science and psychology of pain, because, mm. you know, you can have emotional trauma, but then there's also visceral pain, and pain plays a huge role because pain stimulates dopamine receptors. Mm. And so that, that's a pretty interesting statement because that means then your pain is serving a reward. And most people are trying to avoid their pain. So I've got to cover that. That's important. Uh, and then we talk about, I'm, I'm likely going to be introducing the concept of the polyvagal theory in the Chinese medicine perspective, because that's becoming more and more uh, talked about. And I love that. And I, I've done a lot of research and work on that. Mm. And then the, the next morning we talk, we opened the morning with the eight extra vessels and uh, anxiety, depression, bipolar, PTSD, ADHD, and then we finish off day two with basically understanding the psychology of 50 acupuncture points. So I'll go through a lot of acupuncture points. Awesome. Yeah, people yeah. like that, though. They like little prescriptions. <laughs> but it's, yeah, good. So it's I, good to I, have that, I, I teach that it, knowledge. Exactly. That's why I don't, I don't teach it in combinations. I don't teach in point combinations. I, treat, I teach the individual points, and then it's yeah. up to them to really put it all together put it together according to their diagnosis yeah. and their, what they yeah. found through conversation and stuff so that's brilliant so super good i think that's the 23rd of july we you'll be here um flying in from europe from i uh, coming into australia europe and then to us so we're going to leave the links below i'm going to say thank you very much for your time today it's been fantastic uh we're supposed to be in summer but it doesn't look like summer here I know you guys are heading into winter, so it would be good for you to come over and get some level of sun, hopefully, in Ireland. And uh, if you're interested in knowing more, I leave the links not only to the, the two, obviously the workshop, but to Solhar himself, so you can have a look at his website and what he's up to, where he's going to be and what he's going to be doing. Are you writing a book? Last question. Is there a book coming? I feel in my bones there's a book coming. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I, I do have a published book, but it's more on the psychology of running a health practice. So that's a bit different, but it does cover the mindset. Uh, but yes, I do have uh, basically these two um, courses that I do, the Transcending Trauma. Essentially, I want to have a book to really ground people in the foundations of that. And then, of course, 
the eight extra. So there's definitely some some work being done for it, and um, can't give you any time frames at the moment. But yeah, definitely part of the plan. Okay, thanks very much. So on the parting note is healing transcends technique, and yeah. if you're looking to transcend trauma, help those people elevate themselves beyond being stuck in that cycle then definitely this is the course for you. Um, thanks very much for watching, everyone. Stay tuned for more updates. Hopefully we'll get uh, another podcast on shortly. And thanks very much for watching. Thank you.